0: Hey, thanks for tuning in today. You are at the table with Jonah Mercer, where we talk about life, Jesus, and stuff. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Okay. Yeah,
1: we're
0: good. What's up, guys? Uh, so this episode is this, this episode's a little different. <laughs> we're good, we're good, no, we're good. This episode is a little different. Uh, we have no script. I mean, I don't don't have a script, but I usually have an outline. I've got my verses down. I've got what I want to talk about on my computer in front of me today. I mean, I got my boy Austin back.
1: Hey, uh, what's up? You're I
0: know. Back. Oh yeah, he's back. I know y'all enjoyed that episode, so I got Austin back just to. I mean, we're just hanging out. We don't. We literally do not have an outline. We're gonna go through. We just said about five minutes ago we wanted to record, so we turned it on, and that's what this is. So random as it gets. It's raw, baby. Let's go. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> the first thing we started talking like five minutes before this, and we were talking in looking at Mark chapter eight. And uh, what, we, what we really wanted to look at in Mark chapter 8, we started in verse 11. And I'm not going to read every single word and every single verse, but I'm going to tell you what's going on. Uh, so right now, the Pharisees, they came to argue with Jesus. Jesus is on earth at this time, and he's you know walking around doing miracles. He's got his disciples with him. And the Pharisees, <clears throat> they come to him and argue to him. Uh, basically asking, demanding of him to to do a sign, do a miracle in, in front of them so they can see it. To to so they could test Jesus. Like, you know, if you're if you're the Son of God, I, I demand that you give us a miracle. You give us a sign so we can see. And and Jesus simply this is Jesus's words right here. It's in red in the Bible. It means this is Jesus' words. This is what he said to that. Why does this generation demand a sign? Truly I tell you, no sign will be given to this generation. So basically, the Pharisees, they were demanding, you know, Jesus, if you're the Son of God, show us a sign so we know. And he, and Jesus saw this as like, uh, he saw it as just so basically lazy, you say? Yeah,
1: yeah, okay. So, like, I see it as, why should God, or like, you know, say... Jesus for this you know story, why should Jesus have to prove himself to anybody yeah, exactly you saw him time and time and time and time again, I mean, shoot, you saw him perform plenty of miracles with your own eyes, you know as a disciple mm-hmm. why do you have to have a sign now? and now like, yeah. you saw him do this stuff so all then and
0: he 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 was fed up with it all, I mean all these Pharisees were asking demanding of a sign from him to to basically prove you know who he is and he was fed up with it. He just said, truly, I tell you, this generation will not get a sign. They won't get a miracle from me.
1: Wow, that's
0: tough. Yeah, and I mean, so connecting this to real life, basically, and we, we don't know where we're going with this yet. We're putting, we
1: truly don't know. No,
0: we really don't. We're putting it together right now. But the way I see this is connected to today and all of our lives today and current time is a lot of times I think we'll, we'll – we say we say the sentence what you can fill it in however you however it uh, connects to you but god if you will do this yep then i will do do this
1: this. yep that is not that's not how it works that's not how it works he isn't dependent upon your choices Mm -hmm. or anything like that you are solely dependent on him he moves when he wants to move he heals when he wants to heal. He does. He is completely and wholly sovereign in all of his ways. And he does whatever he does when he wants to do. Yep. And that's exactly what these Pharisees
0: were doing. It was like, you know, Jesus, if you'll do this, if you'll perform this sign or miracle in front of our eyes, then <laughs> we'll follow you. And then we'll believe you. Like what? No. Yeah. And that's exactly what we do a lot of times. Like I just said. Oh, heck, we do that all the time, I feel like. All the time, shit Yeah, we do all the time. I mean, God, if you'll just, God, if you'll give me this, if you'll give me this job that I've been wanting, or this, shoot, this, this dream that I've been chasing, God, then I'll do this.
1: Or, or you know, or you know, the classical one. Everybody says, God, if you get me through this. God, I won't ever do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, oh, God, yeah. Like How that? many times
0: have we both done that? Yeah,
1: like God, oh, please just one more time, God. Like, God. God,
0: I promise I won't ever do this again. Yeah, God, God, please forgive me for this sin. It won't happen again, God. You do, if you do this, I'll do this, and yeah, it's gonna happen again. It's a never-ending cycle, and frankly, Jesus does not like hearing that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He doesn't like hearing that, God. If you'll do this, then I'll do this, because he he is like you said, he is sovereign. And whatever he says goes. And, and whatever, he, whatever he has for you is the best version of your life. Yep. So yep. I know a lot of times, especially me, I've had my own view of what my life should be and what it should look like. But it, it may not turn out the way that I I specifically want it to be, but it's going to be the way that he does, and it may not always be the the way that we really want it. Yep. And that's the thing is these Pharisees they wanted him in their in their own desires they wanted to see a miracle in the, in front of their eyes, which yeah I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> but I wish I could see stuff by that. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like I I don't blame them in a way, but they wanted to see a miracle, but he's saying that's just that's lazy and the fact that you need a miracle from me the fact that you need to see a miracle to to trust me after i died for you already yeah and and that's after true. i've i've come to save you and so you know jesus doesn't like necessarily that's that's you trying, trying him pretty, pretty much yeah yeah but you're is, trying yeah, him up pretty much like basically why? you
1: are you are trying him and he's I think, the son of god like no no come on bro do better
0: yeah, and it said, it said right, before, right before what Jesus said, it said, sighing deeply in his spirit. So when, he, when Jesus heard this, he just said... Jesus was like that, okay? He yeah. was like that. Like yeah. He literally said, come on, bro. Why do you need a sign? That's exactly what he yeah. said.
1: Did you bring up something you want to talk about? Yes, yeah, so, so it's in Proverbs 16, verse 9. Mm-hmm. It says that the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes... His steps. Oh, yeah. So, okay. You can plan out your entire life. Cool. That's great. But. It it and it may be good things, too. Like, you may, yeah. be, you may be planning great good thing. things for God. Yeah, like, you know, just awesome things for God. You know, preaching or, like, you know, playing guitar in church or, or like, you know, just whatever you have yeah. planned for yourself. But it's very clear in Scripture that the heart of man plans his ways, but the Lord directs his steps. Yeah. So God is going to do his plan in your life, no matter what you think you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And I can almost promise you, no, sorry. I can promise you that his plan is way better than your plan. Yeah. And, and you will benefit way more from his plan than you will your own plan. And here's the, it's cool. This is
0: cool, but it's also, well, I don't know if I can say it's cool, but <laughs> we have free will in christianity we have free will so listen to what i'm saying right here Austin just made a face because he, he thinks that was a good thing i guess but we have free will so what Austin was just saying about god's plans for you yes he does have plans specifically for you whoever you are listening to this he does have plans for your life but because we have free will
1: we don't have to do those plans. You know what okay. I'm saying? Okay. So if we have free will, but if God is completely sovereign, mm-hmm. do we truly have free will, or are we just acting in His, you know, plan that He has That's for us? That's a good question. I believe we ha- we absolutely have free
0: will because we're taught in the Bible that we have free will. It's a choice to okay. to have a relationship with Jesus. He gives every one of us that opportunity. Shout out to that to my boy Santana. Okay. He gives us every opportunity to
1: have that relationship with him, but at the end yeah. of the day, it is our choice to to Okay, so you know what I'm saying? Okay. So do we choose him or does he choose us? That's a tough Man. question. <laughs> In a sense, I'm playing by the way. Yeah, okay, yeah. Got it. It's a you know, a small inside joke between me and Jonah. But okay, cool. Well yeah, but, yeah. I
0: don't know if I finished my point right there.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, what I'm saying is we have free will. Yeah. So Austin awesome
0: was saying how, yeah, we can have our own plans, but God has the best plan for us, which is absolutely true. But it is up. To, it's our choice. Yes, it's up to you to follow that plan or not. Exactly. And, and how do we follow that plan? How do we know what he has for you? That's that's one of the toughest things I've had to deal with is trying to figure out what my purpose is that he has for me. That's a tough thing to figure out. But the way you do it is through a relationship like we talked about last week. Yep. Is through well, I don't know if I'm gonna release this one the week after that specific day. But in one of the episodes with Austin before, we talked about a relationship and that's how you're able to to know what God is trying
1: to lead you towards yep. is through that relationship. So And I mean, so like you know, I heard somebody say one time that if you want to figure out somewhat of what the you know of what his plan is for your life. Find out what you're most passionate about. And it's probably that. Okay. You know. So. I actually play guitar at our church. I've always loved playing guitar.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I honestly believe. Sorry. I honestly. I don't know why I said honestly. But. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. I honestly believe that at the age of 26. That. His plan is that I. You know. That. I'm going say it. I play guitar no like you know because anybody can play guitar but like i can worship in church yeah and you know through playing guitar and i feel like you know that's his plan for me i mean so you know find out what you're most passionate about and pray about that thing and you will see that you know you'll become slowly you know drawing closer and closer to that and plus if you draw closer to him which is very important as mm-hmm. we said in the previous yeah. pete that if you draw closer to him and you desire a true relationship with him that he will reveal so many things that he has for yeah, you yeah so in our relationship with him the more that grows the
0: more we're able to see what he wants for us and his yeah his purpose for us but what's the catch what do you have to do? Draw close to him. Yeah, love him. Yeah. We talked about that with Austin last time. We touched on it at the end. Is once we get this relationship, okay? We we have a relationship with him now. What do we do? It's just like every other relationship. You have to nurture it. You have to yep. grow with it. Mm-hmm. It, it. It's a. I talked to. I was talking to some people earlier about this relationship. and It is a two way relationship. It's not. It's not. It's not just that Jesus died for us, and then, okay, we accept that, and now we're good, we're in a relationship with Him. No, it, we have to put in work, and what does the work look like? We pray to Him. We worship Him. We read our Bibles, read the Word of God, which is alive right now. Yep. And that's how <clears throat> that's how we, we grow in our relationship, and that, that's, that's why it's – go ahead um the relationship is what i'm saying is the relationship is is a two-way relationship and it's it's a covenant yep it's a covenant covenant is he brought it up for me covenant is an agreement between two people or companies or even countries yep which obviously don't even countries but no. covenant is an, we have a covenant with jesus yes. christ and that covenant yeah. is an agreement a two-way agreement yes and that, he offers salvation.
1: Yeah, you accept it or you don't.
0: You accept it and then you grow in that and you get closer to Him. by it. it's not—it's not. We get the relationship. Now we sit back and relax. No, it, oh heck, no. It's time to put in work no. for us to grow. And that's honestly—we. This is the first time we mentioned it, but that's what we were going to talk about on this on this episode. Was was growing.
1: Okay, and, okay. So, so like I once heard a guy named Stephen Verdic say that if God's plan was just to save you then he would have killed you as soon as you accepted salvation that very second Mm. so so that tells you that once you get saved that yes being saved is very important but from the time you get saved to the time you die there's a big gap there of stuff and what do you you do? do what do you do in that gap you draw close to him you find out his plan for your life you serve him you love him and you do what you think you should do by reading the word of God, which, you know, tells you pretty much everything to do as a believer. And you, just, you know, because everybody's you, like, you know, oh, well, I'm a Christian. What not? Like exactly uh, what you do. You go into the some, word. Yeah. You, you
0: spend time in prayer. You love people. You. Yeah. It's you outwardly express the love that Jesus gave us. And like me and Austin talked about last time. Uh, you just mentioned about the Bible is there for us to mm-hmm. to look at as a manual. It's not a book of rules. There's not you're not a better Christian if you just follow all these rules. Yeah. But yeah. in order for you to grow spiritually, you know there has to be some work put in. We have to we have to read what the Word says about growing spiritually and getting closer to Jesus. Yes. You have to apply what you read. Yeah, you have to apply it. Or or what else are you doing with it? Nothing at all. Knowledge of the Bible Mm -hmm. will not get you to heaven. Knowledge Mm -hmm. of the Bible will not get you closer to God.
1: And because of what he said, I can tell you it's true because I can promise you. Atheists. I was just about to say that. They know probably way more than we do about the Bible. I had a
0: professor in high school. He was one of the dual enrollment classes professors. Oh, okay. he was a, uh, he was an eighth he didn't he wasn't outwardly an atheist but he he definitely made like kind of jokes and jabs at, at god and jesus yeah but but that man and i think i've mentioned this on the podcast before but i left class a couple times going dude i need to read my bible because mm, he because he knew so much about it knowledge of the bible is not going to get you closer to jesus we have to apply it, is what I'm trying to say. Yep. Is all, we, can, we can gain all this knowledge and all the stories, and that's great because all the stories are historically true and they're historically backed up. But in order for us to grow, we have to apply what we read. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't. Right, we, man, shoot, man, I'm good. Let's go. I mean, shoot.
1: What do you just, want to talk
0: about? I don't know, dude. We what do you want to talk about? We don't even have a. Uh, really, I want to go. Really, sure. I want to go we've been talking about it, but just the congregation of any church, I'm not talking about my church or, I'm talking about any church, the congregation. Where do you go to church at? I go to Anchor Point okay, in Glenville.
1: Cool. Okay, cool, Where do you go to church at? I also go to Anchor Point Anchor. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, I'm
0: tra- what I'm saying is any, any church over the world, in, in the world, doesn't matter what church, the congregation as a whole, we can't, we can't go to church on Sundays and that be our time with god that be our only time with god and when i'm not saying this don't get me wrong listen what i'm saying i'm not saying oh that means i just gotta be at the church building more no No. if if the only if the only source you're getting throughout your week is from the preacher sunday mornings you it's time to step it up you know what i'm saying it's
1: man grown folks feed themselves Mm, explain you explain that you can't rely on your pastor to feed you spiritually exactly. every week. Now, now, okay, you know your pastor's there too. Yes, to he's lead there you to in help that way. you. But after Sunday, who's there for you?
0: Th- yeah, throughout the week, it is yeah. not. You yeah. can't rely on Sunday's message to feed you spiritually throughout the week. You've got to spend time in your Bible. I've got to spend time in my Bible. I have to. Yes, we've got to spend time in the Word and in prayer with Him to. Like you said, grown grown people feed themselves. Yes, it's time for us to, as a congregation, whatever church you go to, it, whether you're in Illinois, whether you're in Delaware. I hope you're not South Dakota. South Dakota, <laughs> golly, uh, but South Dakota, wherever you are, like you know, Sunday morning can't be your only time you open your Bible. Yeah. And you know, we gotta we gotta change that as a as a not just as our church, but not just as you but i have to change this we all have to change this collectively the congregation is to get into our word throughout the week we can't rely on sunday to feed us
1: spiritually and plus you cannot blame your church or your pastor because you aren't you know how gonna say it growing yes okay because it's not the quality and hear me i want to say this because man it's gem it's not the quality of the seed that determines the harvest. It's the quality of the soil. You can plant a bad seed in good soil, and I promise you that seed will find a way to sprout and grow. You can plant an excellent, good seed in, in sand, and I promise you it's not going to grow. So explain that as far as... <laughs> Do I, know, I know what you mean, but just, you know
0: what I'm saying? Okay. Just explain it, okay. like, apply it. Uh, okay. Okay. Basically, you're saying that... You're you can saying take a
1: horrible sermon. Yeah. A, a, okay, a trash sermon. A bad message. A bad message. You can take that, and I can promise you, somewhere in there, somewhere in that sermon, you can get something out of it. Mm-hmm. But you have to have an open heart towards it. Yeah. If you don't, speaking of that, if you have a hardened heart the way Jesus asked his disciples, Ooh, wait, you yeah, won't receive... Right you won't receive anything from me.
0: So you know. That? So you know we're in Mark eight. Come on, man. He wasn't even. He wasn't even. <laughs> oh. Austin wasn't even looking at the verse, and we no, already. Wasn't. We already got it up. It came back to go it. Go to. We're still in Mark eight. We've been here the whole time. Oh my so we read from verse eleven to verse, to verse fourteen. Yeah. Now listen to this part. We're gonna go to, verse sixteen. You can read it if you want to. This is Mark eight, verse sixteen. So Jesus' disciples were talking about how they had, they didn't have enough bread. They had like one loaf of bread for the 12 of them and whoever else was with yeah. them at the time. And they were sitting there arguing about how we don't have enough bread. And this is what Jesus said. And Austin just freaking mentioned it. That's crazy. Uh, right now, he was not looking at my phone. But this is what we got right here. This is Mark 8, verse 17. This is, is Jesus' words right here. Why are you discussing the fact that you have no bread? Don't you understand or comprehend? Do you have hardened hearts? Verse 18 Do you have eyes and not see? Do you have ears and not hear? And do you not remember when I broke the five loaves for the five thousand? How many baskets full of leftovers did you collect? And they answered him, and obviously they felt defeated. They were like, oh, yeah, that's
1: right, God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jesus. I forgot about that, Jesus. What does that mean? If your spiritual ears and eyes are always open, you can find anything out of anything. Mm -hmm. So, as I was saying, there's um, there's a quality of the seed. No, wait. The quality of the soil, soil is what matters. Yeah, the, quality the, is, soil. The, quality the quality of quality your heart soil. is
0: what matters when, yes. it, when it comes to the, the message you're receiving or if whatever it is. If you have a heart and
1: heart, you'll be upset because you only have, you know, whatever you have. Mm-hmm. But if you have a very receptive and open heart, man, God will show you so many crazy things in and life. And
0: all these things we're talking about is what happens when you grow spiritually. Your yeah. heart will open and you will receive more and you will... Your relationship with Jesus will grow, and we we this part about their hardened hearts. What happened was, if you didn't hear it the first time, there wasn't enough bread for the people. Yep. But if you if you've heard the story in the Bible about uh, the Every, five yeah. loaves of bread and you know the thousands of people he fed with five loaves of bread and two fish. Okay, this happened. That happened earlier than what's happening right now. That already happened. God took five loaves and two fish and fed thousands. He That's did, still crazy. To he me. did that miracle.
1: That's still crazy. To me.
0: He did that miracle in front of their faces, right?
1: And it's still He them.
0: did that miracle. Okay, so now, fast forward now in Mark 8, they're sitting there going, Man, we only have one loaf of bread. What are we going to do? They're arguing about one loaf of bread. So Jesus is like, Dude, are y'all kidding me? Did you why are your hearts hardened? Why do you have hardened hearts? Mm-hmm. Do your eyes, why do you have eyes and not see and ears and not hear? He said, do you not remember? I broke the five loaves for the 5,000 and had leftovers. He's saying, I, I, I provided for you in this time before then. And I'm, yep. So now why are you sitting here complaining and woe is me? Why are you doing this, God? when he he will provide again. Yeah. And it may not be in the way you want him to, but he will provide again. He's saying, "Guys, I did this for you before. Have you not remembered? I did this for you before yeah. and you're worried about this bread right now." So obviously after that, yeah. uh he said, "How many baskets full of leftovers did you collect before?" And they just said 12. <laughs> and they were all they were all, you know, defeated and sad because they knew like, "Wow, we just God provided for us in this past time, and now we're sitting here complaining, and like he didn't just do that, uh, you know, two weeks ago. I don't know how long ago it was before that. I just made that up, but
1: it could have been a month, could have been a year. I don't know. So, okay. No. You you said how um, if he provided, you know, for you before, that he would provide for you again. But if he doesn't provide the same way that he did before, will you still trust him, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to jump to Isaiah 43, verse 19. All right. It says, see, I am doing a brand new thing. It springs mm-hmm. up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way through the wilderness mm-hmm. and streams in the wasteland. Okay. One more time. Oh, sorry. 43 verse. Um, Isaiah 43. Verse, verse 18, 18. Verse 18. Sorry, says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Mm-hmm. See, I am doing a new thing. So yes, God will provide for you time and time again. But if he provides for you in a totally you know, crazy way that he hasn't provided for you before, would you still trust him? Okay. You know, um, how do I explain that though? I think. You go over that. I think uh,
0: how, how do we, if, it's, if he provides in a different way how are we able to tell that he provide he is providing in a different yeah. way? How are we able to see that it's he's providing, but just in a different way? I yeah. think that comes, this whole trusting circle back him. around is trusting him and trusting growing him. and getting closer to him and growing in our relationship. He- Sorry about that. We're back. Uh, I got a call that messed up the recording. But what we were saying was, and we jumped right back in like we yep. never left, baby. Yep. You know we're here. <laughs> um, what I was saying was, if God provides the second time or the third time, fourth time, he provides in a different way, how are we able to tell that he's still providing for us? How are we able to decipher that, that new way that we're not used to? How are we able to to see, okay, God got me through this one thing this way, but this thing, he's going to get me through it in a different way. How am I able to tell that? That's all what we've been talking about is us growing in our relationship with Jesus and being able to to understand yep. his ways better when you get closer to him. It's just like your relationship with your wife, Carrie. Shout yeah. out to Carrie. You know we love you, girl. Yes, sir. June 5th, we having a baby girl. Yeah. <laughs> but, Why did I just say that on the phone? I don't know. But um, <laughs> Carrie, just like you and Carrie. Dang it, what was I just saying? You messed me up. Man, it's something about Carrie. Um, Shout out to uh, Carrie. Carrie.
1: my baby, because her name's Carrie. Okay,
0: know, okay. It, it, the closer you get to Carrie, the more you understand her the way she likes to do things, yep. you know yeah, what I'm saying? True, true, so the true, more, the closer true. we get with Jesus true. and the closer our relationship becomes with him, the more we'll be able, to, and we'll never fully comprehend God. If, if you know anything about God, you know that he is something we can't fully comprehend because he's always been and he always will be. And it's hard to wrap our minds around that yep. sometimes. But what I was saying about Austin and his wife is for for them to grow When they get closer together, they will understand each other more and have a better sense of what the other is trying to do in certain situations. So what I'm saying is the closer we get to Jesus, the more we'll be able to understand, okay, you know, God said no to this thing, but I know he's going to provide, and it may be in a different way, so I'm going to trust in that.
1: Okay, and plus, you realize that when you pray for something, if God says yes the first time you pray for something and say something totally different comes up, and you pray again for something else, and God says no, they realize that God's yeses and his nos are pretty much the same answer because they both work towards God getting towards you, his purpose for you, yeah to where you need to be
0: yeah god's answers to your prayers are always going to be the correct answers, you know praise what Him
1: for the closed you know closed doors. Austin told me this a
0: couple weeks ago is You know, whatever it is that you're doing or whatever you're striving towards, if it's if it is shut down, or if it's or if you're told no, if he slams the door right in your face, then you know that's what's best, and it's hard to look at that sometimes. Yeah, whatever you've been wanting or whatever you've been striving to do, or uh, I don't know what it is, like maybe a a new house you're trying to close on. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we spoke about new job earlier. Whatever it is, if you're told no yeah Yeah, you know, it's hard a lot of times to realize that's probably the best answer. And it is the best answer if God gave you that answer. If, if he shut that door, then it's... We're selfish
1: people. Then there's something... We yeah, want our own way. We do want our own way. Because why? Because, you know, as it said in Proverbs, we plan out our lives. But, you know, yeah. pretty much he directs our steps. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there'll be plenty of times where, you know, you'll be praying for stuff. And he'll tell you straight up... No. Mm-hmm. Or, you know. I got something better for you. Yeah. Or, or, you know, say, okay, say you're dating somebody and God takes that person just out of your life. Mm-hmm. Then I think you should thank Him for that. Because it says all things work together for the good mm-hmm. of those who believe in Him. All things, you know. Don't you realize that? Yeah. He got a plan for you. You're good. Yeah. Don't worry about it. it He's he going to take care of you. Man.
0: I think we're about to wrap it up, dude. On? We we started this thing with this no so no. Uh, this was random, guys. It was very, It was last minute. We had no map. We just started recording, and then I think we turned up on it. Not.
1: What do y'all want to hear us talk about?
0: Yeah, I tell need, us. I need yeah. to hear it, man. I need to hear it. Uh, if you listen on Spotify, I believe you can comment on the, each episode. You can comment under it if you have a Spotify account. Apple Music. I'm not sure if you can comment, but if you can, comment on the episodes. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about, hear me talk about. Uh, I'll probably be back solo next week. I appreciate all of y'all. Twitter DMs. Hit the Twitter DMs with questions. Can we do a poll? Can we do a poll? Yeah. On what? What Whatever you post this to. I do one on Twitter every now and then, but not everybody's on Twitter. Well, like I said, hit the DMs at the table twenty twenty one. At the table twenty
1: twenty one. Let us
0: know what you want to talk about, yeah, man. man. I'll get Austin back on for a little debate or something. A and, debate uh,
1: about what Calvinism and stuff like that. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't
0: know, man. You gotta edit that out. We about to <laughs> no. We're not editing. We're, we're not editing anything. Dude.
1: Okay. All right. Cool.
0: We are straight. raw cut, baby. What
1: y'all want to talk about, man? Let tell me them know. Them that, yeah, man. Tell them, man.
0: Let me know. I appreciate all y'all. Uh, that's probably gonna do it for tonight. We're out. <laughs>